0: I'm Joe Feeks, Editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Kalen Cookson, his veterinarian and also Director of Clinical Research at Zoetis. Thanks for joining us, Kalen. Good to be here, Joe. Let's talk about salmonella. Uh, About a year and a half ago, USDA came along and really raised the bar for the standards uh, with the new standards for chicken parts. What kind of pressure has that put on your uh, customers? It's
1: it's put uh, a lot more pressure than than they had been accustomed to. Um, in fact, uh, at first it, it wasn't any change in standards, it, it was a change in the type of media that they were allowed to start off with. And uh, they got a, a false sense of um, true positives. And so once that was, um, once that went away, the 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 rates of true positives went up pretty much across the board. And so people started you know, getting in uh, in rates that were, you know, more into category two and category three, as we know today.
0: And, I mean, most broiler companies, if not all are vaccinating in, in the breeder, is that correct?
1: I would say probably most are, are vaccinating, at least with a live salmonella, live ST, and, uh, and many are giving some form of an inactivated product.
0: So where do you decide or where do you draw the line when is it a good idea to start vaccinating broilers because from some statistics i've seen it seems like a lot more operations are, are doing that than even there were a year ago
1: and that's going back to uh where people are on a category two or three standing um you know it's a more immediate uh urgency to you know getting their numbers down um so any changes that you make on the breeder side, which is really where you need to start, that's your foundation, because your broiler chick inherits any sins from the from the breeder, if you will. So you have to start there. But any changes that you make there are not felt or impacted or make their way to the broiler side for you know six to twelve months. So uh, in the meantime, if you need to make immediate changes then you pretty much by default have to make those on the broiler side.
0: And in the past, there's been uh, quite a bit of resistance to vaccinating broilers for salmonella, or maybe resistance isn't the right word. People just didn't see the need, or they said, well, we're not going to see the return on investment. Are people taking a looking at it from a different perspective now?
1: I think uh, it's, number one, out of need, but number two, also because uh, now... Uh, There have been some positive experiences and testimonials to live vaccination. So, you know, the expectation that you can actually affect change by doing that, I think, makes a big difference in in people being more willing, you know, when properly motivated uh, to actually implement a program.
0: And the vaccines that are used on the broiler side of the business, they're all live?
1: Correct. They're all modified live. St. Vaccines
0: and are they all doing a pretty good job at this point, or is there room for improvement? You think?
1: Well, um, from what I've heard and what we've seen with our own product, they're uh, they're they're doing a good job reducing uh, levels going into the plant. I can speak for our product. Uh, we've been involved in some broiler field trials in the past year and a half. I would say, and we have seen anywhere from. 30 to 60% reductions in positives, where we measure is typically at rehang, so uh, pre-evis, which I think gives you a good sense for the loads and incidents coming in with the birds up front. Since uh, live vaccination is on the live side, you want to gauge what those loads are as close to that intervention as you can.
0: What else can broiler operations do to reduce the incidence of salmonella or at least lower that pathogen load going into the plant?
1: There are no- a number of other uh, strategies uh, that are, are good for just general uh, bird health. Yeah. For example, uh, good gut health programs, a good uh, anticoccidial program, um, and there are some products that. Uh, that can be used that also help facilitate a healthy gut flora to minimize uh, the, the damage and compromise that may allow for more salmonella um, blooms and systemic infections that would have a, a greater impact you know, in processing.
0: Of course, a lot of uh, operations have either reduced or eliminated antibiotics from their production systems. Does that have an impact on salmonella coming out of the roilers?
1: I think so. Um, Some of this relates back to what I was talking about with gut health. We did a study a couple years ago, and uh, we overlaid salmonella infection on a necrotic enteritis challenge model. And we found that with BMD, and taking out the necrotic enteritis element, we saw a significant reduction in uh, colonization with the salmonella that we challenged with. And that tran- translated all the way to the uh, carcass rinses. Now one other thing I, I didn't mention is uh, there are a lot of uh, just basic management interventions that can go a long way toward reducing our risk to salmonella. And uh, and I think the big ones are uh, doing what you can to reduce the uh, the moisture levels in your litter um, just reducing your the uh, the water availability should lower your salmonella numbers but also should lower your foot pad incidence which is another route for exposure to salmonella um, uh, and uh, Dr. Polito um, uh, raised this point yesterday at the SCAD meeting and uh, not only that, um, just uh, dirtier feathers, you're going to have more fecal material on the feathers that will be coming into the plant. So there's uh, some real basic management um, um, concepts that I think can make a really big difference.
0: What are we missing right now in terms of um, a tool that will help us get, get even better protection against salmonella? Is there? Uh, something that might be in a, a, a research pipeline, or is something that, that you might see as a, a, a need for the industry that we currently don't have?
1: Well, one need I think we have in the industry is again back uh, to you know, vaccines are really have a unique place in salmonella management, and that they are specifically designed to, to target immunity specific to salmonella to build the defense is from the inside out on the bird. And so, um, and this goes back to the importance of, of reducing the levels upstream. So when you get that day of age uh, pullet in your broiler breeder operation, hopefully it's clean of salmonella and hopefully you can keep the levels of salmonella exposure uh, to a minimum in its, in its uh, grow out period. And back to vaccines, so we have the live vaccines, we have autogenous vaccines, we have limited number of uh, commercial bacterins uh, available. And, uh, and, and we are hopeful to have uh, a foray into that, uh, into that market, hopefully later this year.
0: And one final question. Um, I know, at least from what I've heard and read, It's salmonella itself doesn't have a huge impact on poultry, but when they are, when broilers are vaccinated, do they perform any better?
1: Well, that's an interesting uh, question. Uh, In the field trials that we've conducted in the past year and a half, as well as every one of the the broiler pen studies that we've conducted over the past 10, 15 years, we see a a performance benefit to vaccinated birds in a challenged situation. So, if we know they get exposed to wild types, and they were vaccinated, you know, a day of age, and then with a field booster, those birds perform better. In the field, in field trials, we've seen anywhere from one to two points uh, improved uh, adjusted feed conversion.
0: What do you attribute that to?
1: We do know that if, uh, I've seen studies where if you challenge, for example, with a pathogenic SE at an early age, let's say in the first three days, I've seen where you have a suppressed body weight. So um, it's not all that surprising that a pathogenic gut bacteria could compromise performance. And so vaccination, if it can take take the edge off of that, minimize that colonization and that impact, that it could result in uh, an improvement in performance.
0: We've been talking to Kalen uh, Cookson, is a veterinarian and director of clinical research at Zoetis.